Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. I'm your host, Lukey, and for today's topic, what I thought I'd go into is Uh, the first step of the focus-inspired approach of what do you want? Uh, How do you get past that? And how do you know what you want? So there's going to be two aspects of it that I'm going to dive into is one for the job seekers and and two for broader careers. So we start with the job seekers thinking about what you want. So for job seekers, when I ask them, well, what do you want? Uh, Most of the time they ask, they, uh, they answer with, I want a job. Well, okay, great. Now, what sort of job? They pick a particular industry and they pick a particular role. Uh, and what I encourage them to think about is, is get as specific as possible. Find a company, find a, a person in the role that they're uh, currently looking for and uh, seeing if they can find that. So, so one is, does that even role even exist in, in the company? Um, and if it is, well, is, is that role even available? Because um, what I encourage them to think about is not what's available in terms of job boards and job postings, but think about, well, if you were to be able to choose what you want, what would it be? And uh, what I encourage them to start thinking about is, well, a little bit more broadly, because uh, they'll, they'll think of their, their past experience, they'll think of their degree uh, that they studied for and say, okay, there, this is the type of job that I'm looking for. But if you think about it, there's a lot more things that you could be doing with your job or your degree than you can imagine. And I encourage folks to look at uh, just Google, like, what could I do with with a whatever degree? Uh, Or what are some things that someone in a background in in engineering and accounting and in law and whatever it is could do? And you'll find that the um, opportunities there are actually much larger than you would have thought. Uh, Another great way to look is through alumni. So in your school, if they have an alumni portal or uh, whatever it is, seeing where other people have ended up, people who with the same degree as you, where did they go? Uh, they're probably the same traditional paths that you might want to think of. So if you were, let's say, a, an accountant, um, the, the traditional kind of uh, public accounting firms that you uh, want to join. Uh, but if you think about it, accounting is the foundation for a business. So accountants can end up in all sorts of places where uh, companies do business and pretty much all companies do business. Uh, so they can end up a- anywhere. Uh, if you were an engineer, uh, you could actually end up in, in a bunch of places uh, as well, because oftentimes what engineering does is teaches you a, a logical way of thinking, which would be useful anywhere. So thinking a little bit more broadly of, of the jobs that you want. And uh, looking at alumni, using LinkedIn, I'm a big advocate of LinkedIn, and using that as a, as a, a portal, as, as a way of finding other people, uh, interesting roles, interesting companies, ones that you might not have previously considered. And I encourage you to, to uh, Google them, to use LinkedIn, or search in whatever way, and narrow down your search. So find the top five companies, the top 10 companies, the top whatever companies uh, that you might want to work for. Uh, the, the, and then see if the groups... Um, within those companies uh, are have people uh, that, that you can find. So um, if you are looking for, let's say, accounting in, in a company, 
well, the, the traditional one is the, is the big four uh, accounting firms. But if you think about it, pretty much every company has an accounting department. Uh, so thinking about uh, more broadly, could you work for, for them? Maybe they worked at a big four and then they joined that company. Maybe they joined that company and then they moved to a big four. So there's all sorts of different opportunities for you to uh, change and, and carve out your, your career path. Um, so search for companies and then ideally searching for the groups, um, the, the finance department, the accounting department, whatever it is, and then find that that one person that has that uh, that job and uh, seeing if you can take a look at, let's say, their LinkedIn. And sometimes they even share their, their resumes. So look at it and, and compare it against your own. Now, if this person has already been working in the job for five, 10 years and you're just a recent grad, you'll have to extrapolate to a little bit to say, okay, what sort of experience did they have uh, when they started that role uh, and compare that to, to yourself? And then what experience did they probably gain along the way? And you can compare yourself um, to that person. And then you want to look broadly in terms of competitors. So uh, that, that company, what are competitors? And can you find other people in that same role, but in comp competing firms? And seeing, again, how do you compare and contrast against those um, jobs? So thinking ab about that and saying, is this something that you actually want to do? So comparing that uh, with all the different job roles, uh, if you can also get it from the job descriptions and job boards and figuring out, is this something that you uh, want to be doing? And is this what you want? And then what you want to be doing is starting to tailor yourself as much as you can for any particular role, uh, any particular job for a particular company. And as you do that, uh, you're going to be doing things like we talk about in resume, like reverse engineering the job posting. First of all, figuring out, do I actually meet all the different criteria that are there? So if it has 10 bullet points, do you meet 10 out of 10 of the criteria? And if you meet 10 out of the 10, do you have achievements for all of those 10? Um, or is it just something that you've done on the side or you did it once? And the more that you can have uh, consistent achievements, things that where you've actually added considerable value to them, the more likely that you'll be a fit for the role. So if you haven't uh, had any achievements or done things in a particular requirement, then think about how can you get that over the next little while? Because if it's really a job that you want, then you'll, you'll want to uh, make sure that you'll be able to do it uh, one point or another, maybe not now, but maybe four months from now, four years from now, but make sure that you're setting yourself up to be able to get that experience soon enough. So um, making sure that you reverse engineer the job posting and, and, and fill in all the gaps uh, and then start thinking about ways where you fit the company's culture. So uh, maybe certain values or, or um, different things where they're very into the environment and helping people and whatever. Uh, do your volunteer activities, do your extracurriculars uh, encompass that? Do they reflect that? And if they do, then you're going to be more and more uh, a better fit for the company. And the more that you can understand the company, understand the role and uh, your fit with a company in the role, the better that, that you're going to be a candidate for that for that role. So when you get into the interview process, the more easy, it, the easier it's going to be for you to articulate your value uh, for that particular role and company. Um, and then once you start that and you say, you know what, I've gotten it to the best of my ability. I, I feel that I'm kind of a, a 98%, a 90% fit for this role. And what you can do is, is find the competitor and you'll find that you're probably, again, a 90 and 85% fit for that role. Uh, so instead of being uh, just an adequate fit for everything, you're a really good fit here, a really good fit here, and then you can almost tweak yourself and massage yourself uh, to all these different 
different uh, areas. So thinking about what you want and being specific about the job, about the company and, and fitting yourself for the job as, as much as you can will help you in, in terms of your job search. So that's on, on the job side and uh, where most people ask the question about what, what do they want is usually on the more career side or more the life side. Uh, what do you want? What, what is the purpose of, of life? And, and when people don't have a clear answer to, to that, um, they, they can use the same things like take a look at alumni and whatever. But if it's a little bit more that they're kind of lost from a direction, a couple of exercises that they uh, encourage folks to take a look at is uh, the, the uh, I want exercise, uh, the um, retirement memo and the eulogy. Uh, and, and the retirement memo, we'll start there, is uh, basically thinking of yourself when you're 65 and you've accomplished pretty much everything you wanted to in your career and uh, they're having your retirement party, they have cake and balloons and everything, and uh, someone's asking you uh, to help them craft the memo that they want to send to the company, to the organization, to the association, the institute, whatever it is, uh, on all the great things that you've accomplished in your career. Uh, so what would you want that to say? And that would be your retirement memo. Now extend that further, that you're it's beyond 65, you're 95, you're 105, or whatever it is, and uh, they're getting ready to write your eulogy. So you know it's your last few days, you're surrounded by loved ones, and someone's going to type up all the great things that you've accomplished in your life. What does that say? Uh, how does that align with the retirement memo? Are they similar, right? And for a lot of folks, uh, that becomes a very challenging exercise because they don't know, especially for the younger folks, they haven't thought about it. But this is your point to actually think about it. Have it in the back of your head. What would you want those things to say? And sometimes it'll take a while to incubate. And another few exercises that might be able to help is uh, the I want exercise, which is getting a piece of paper and literally on uh, one side of the page writing, I want, and then whatever it is you want. Uh, and then I want whatever it is you want. And do that 30 times. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. Do it as fast as you can, as quickly as you can. Write down whatever comes to mind. Don't filter, don't judge. Uh, and what you want could be anything. Could be a thing, a material possession, could be an experience, uh, could be a skill, could be uh, um, some sort of knowledge or anything you want. It could be anything that, that you want. Try to do it as, as fast as you can. For some people, uh, they actually have pages and pages and pages that come out because they have so many things that they want. For some people, they can't get past the first 10 and they are challenged. Uh, for, for those people, what I encourage you to do is uh, maybe think of it in a different way. This is not a commitment doing it. This is thinking about a starting point. What you, what could happen? What are some of the things that you would want to start thinking about? And uh, for those who have struggled with it, what I encourage you is, is maybe, maybe to switch that. Instead of saying, I want, I wish. Because sometimes when you change it to I wish, it, it, it kind of um, reduces the, the commitment level and makes it easier to fill out. Um, and uh, do I wish as many as you can, and then try to switch it to I want. And if you still can't think of a bunch of things that you want to do, uh, perhaps the concept of uh, uh, ikigai would help. And ikigai is a, is a Japanese term that roughly translates to uh, the reason I wake up in the morning. And if you can think of it as uh, four circles, like uh, drawn together, and if you were to intersect them all in one point, the uh, middle point is the ikigai. And those four circles are, uh, what do I love doing? Uh, what am I good at? Uh, what the world uh, wants and what the world will pay for, right? Um, so if you think about things like, well, uh, what do I love? 
right? And brainstorm a list of what what you love, as many things that you love, that you used to love, um, what about them that you love, research uh, and, and, and brainstorm that list. Then what are you good at? Brainstorming the list that, okay, this is what I'm good at. You might not particularly love it, uh, but you're, you're good at that. Uh, and sometimes there's an overlap between the two lists, sometimes there's not. Uh, thinking about the stuff that you do that the world values. Again, it might not be something you love, it might not be something the world that you're particularly good at, um, but you know that the world would really benefit if they had it. Uh, and then the last is what does the world, what would the world pay for? So these are the things that you actually got paid for through a job, uh, through freelance or through some um, means that you actually got paid for it. So taking the time to brainstorm and then doing the I wish, then doing the I want will help you uh, gain more uh, understanding and clarity and really allow yourself to to dream and uh, to actually allow yourself to figure out what do you want and and again that's the operative word in the whole thing what do you want not what do others want of you it's what do you want allowing yourself to dream um, and then if you can't do that come back to it uh, in a week's time in a month's time in a quarter's in a year's time and and see what you want and uh, even if you do uh, do a lot and are able to get past 30. I encourage you to do that every quarter, every year, uh, just because things change. So you change, you get more information, more experiences, and what you want uh, can change. Uh, the, the big goals might not change uh, holistically, but some of the, the things along the way. And uh, the more that you can find out what you want uh, usually starts off by spending the time and actually uh, thinking about it and seeing are there different uh, things that I want. Um, and then ultimately, once you have your list, what you're looking for is to categorize them. So usually they're bucketed into two areas where it's one is kind of personal things and then one is uh, professional. So personal things are like family and relationship and, and skills and things that you would want to do on a personal side. And then um, professional are things like your job, your salary, uh, your title, uh, and different sort of achievements and, and accolades that you might want from there. Uh, so what I encourage you to do is after you get what you want, pick one uh, on in each of them, on the personal side, on the professional side, pick one or two, maybe three, uh, and then use that as kind of that, that North Star, that guiding light uh, for you to follow and try to have some time um, once a week, once a day uh, allocated to moving into that direction. So uh, those are a couple of tips in terms of finding out what you want. So on the job side, uh, looking at job descriptions, looking at alumni, looking at LinkedIn to find uh, specifically the job you want so that you can, you can make yourself a best fit as you can for that particular role. And on the career side, doing the retirement memo, the uh, eulogy, the I want exercise and thinking about uh, making it I wish to uh, reduce the commitment level and also to uh, look at the ikigai and brainstorm in those areas to help you kind of dream uh, on the different things that you can do then picking one, two, a couple of them um, in order to make sure that you commit the time in order to do that throughout the course of your year. So that's some um, swike, the stuff I wish I knew earlier about finding out what you want. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. 
And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.